Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are, no matter what time it is, it's a great day to be serving the Lord. Welcome to the Go You There podcast. I'm your host, Leland Johnson, and we are overjoyed to have you with us today. So you're a single missionary? Is that because you can't, well, why have you not, could, could you not, let's head into the open. In 1 Corinthians 7, 8 and 7, 32 through 34, Paul talked about being single and serving the Lord as an honor. But let's be honest, these days, being single in ministry is treated like more of a condition than a calling. Paul says in these verses, I say therefore to the unmarried and widows, it is good for them that they abide even as I, but I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried careth for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he that is married careth for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. There is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. An unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and spirit. But she that is married careth for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. You know, God seems to think of singles as choice servants of the Lord, unencumbered to do the work of the ministry. We just tend to wonder what's wrong with them. We generally have grave concerns about sending a single person to the field in any capacity, and with good reason at times. And then when they get to the field, we struggle to figure out exactly where they can fit in. In today's episode, we're going to talk with two single missionaries. First of all, Carrie Phillips, veteran single missionary in Uganda. Then we're going to talk with a pre-field missionary, Nate Hudson, who's on deputation. Let's get started. Carrie Phillips has been serving as a single missionary in Uganda for eight years. She serves as part of the Soroti Orphans Assistance Project, which is part of a multifaceted church planning work to see the next generation reached with the gospel. Carrie also works in outreach, Bible clubs, discipleship, and any other areas possible to see people reached with the gospel. Carrie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Leland, so much for having me. Carrie, as a single female missionary, your experience is probably a lot different than what other missionaries may face. On deputation, what were some of your greatest challenges? One of my biggest challenge, I probably have never gotten used to it, <laughs> is when the prophet's chamber was inside a small country church. I remember this one incident. This small country church was in the middle of a neighborhood, and... I probably myself would not live in this neighborhood. They left me the key in the mailbox. I went in the church by myself. No one was there to show me anything or tell me where the prophet's chamber was. Didn't know where the lights were. Turn on the lights. I could hear all the sounds of the neighborhood. And this made for a very sleepless night. It's very scary being in a church, not only by yourself, but not knowing where to go. There were other 
challenges on deputation being a single lady. There were times I got approached by single men. They would ask me if my phone number was on my prayer card. <laughs> so having those was a big challenge at times. So, Carrie, when you arrived on the field, what was the biggest adjustment that you had to make? The biggest adjustment was not having Christian fellowship all around me. On the other side, the other adjustment was I was in survival mode all the time. I didn't have a Walmart or a Lowe's to go to. I didn't hear a lot on my own with God's help. What is something that you weren't prepared for that did happen? I was not prepared for being um, so far away and not being in my family and friends' life every day. Finding things out on Facebook was terrible. <laughs> it was really hard finding out a relative passed away on Facebook. On the culture side of that, I was not prepared for things culturally. For two years, I had this young man ask me to marry him. For two years straight, and I finally asked somebody culturally, what do I do? And they said, well, all you have to do is reject his proposal culturally and he will leave you alone. So I had to go to his tribe, his clan, and reject the marriage proposal. And that was it. Wow. What would you say is the key for a single missionary to make it on the field? I would say watch out for jumping into the field and filling every day with ministry. Make sure you schedule some time, a day or a half a day, for yourself. Also, try to plan weekend trips throughout the year. Many missionaries think that single missionaries, oh, they don't have children. She doesn't have a family. She can do this. I would advise you to be strong in this area and really look out for yourself. You can say no. Making a weekly schedule with free time in it will also help you to say no. Asking God for wisdom as you make your schedule, and when he gives you peace about your schedule, this makes it easier to say no as well. The first five years I was on the field, I didn't take time to not pour out and just have time by myself. Now, almost seven years later, I take Mondays off from the ministry and I do housework, repairs. I may exercise a little longer, prepare my food for the week and other projects. This day, that has been set aside for me has tremendously helped with keeping me balanced. Uh, there was a book that really helped me with transitions, not only on the field, but back in the States. It's called Returning Well, 
by Melissa Chaplin. Excellent information. Carrie, thank you so much for sharing it. We really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. I enjoyed thinking through the years and how God has helped me, and it was a joy to share it with you. We are so happy to be joined by Nate Hudson. Nate is a single missionary, and we're so excited to have him visiting with us to talk about what it's like to be a single male missionary on deputation. Nate, we're so glad to have you here with us. Thank you, Brother Johnson. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, Nate, let me start off by asking you, what has your greatest challenge been on deputation? I think my greatest challenge would be speaking to pastors and the questions that come about from the uncertainty of a single male missionary working on a mission field alone. Many pastors wonder about the temptation that can come from being on a mission field and being alone and not having that companion with you. Many pastors wonder about missionaries who leave ministries to find a, a significant other then end up quit being in the ministry in general. I'm sure that pastors ask you a lot about your plans for marriage. And in your particular situation, as of right now, there's no fiancé or no prospective Mrs. Hudson in the works. No, there's not. So how many times do you get the question about marriage? And how do you handle it? I normally would get that question at every church I go to. Many of them are just curious to know the life of a missionary. Others, pastors, ask that question because it's a criteria they have for a missionary. I had have some... Churches tell me that, that they would take me on or they were going to invite me in. But when they found out that I was a single missionary, they said that we don't support single missionaries. Most churches are very excited about a man going to the mission field, no matter what his situation is. So how exactly do you handle that question? I mean, it has to be a little bit awkward. I mean, you know, it's coming. But when it does come, what do you say to a pastor? Well, normally I'm right up front. I joke about it a little bit. I kind of laugh and say, Pastor, I, you know, I want to be married just as bad as you want me to be married. But I let them know that that's not the door the Lord opened to me. He has opened the opportunity to me to serve him on the mission field. That has become available to me. And as that door is wide open right now and I have the ability to do it, I want to do what the Lord says to do even though it's not the most conventional way of how they see a missionary. I do believe it is, is most likely wise, because the Bible tells us a man who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtain a favor with the Lord, and it's not good for a man to be alone. The Lord hasn't brought that opportunity yet. So if you were talking to a young man that's, say, finishing Bible college that's unmarried, and he says, well, the main thing that I'm focusing on now before I go to the mission field is finding a wife. Would you tell him that that's a wise thing to wait and find? Or would you say that he needs to move forward and head to the mission field regardless of what the questions are going to be? Well, my first response to that young man is to talk to his pastor and see what his pastor advises for him in that situation. And if his pastor says that he believes it's best that he find a wife before he go to the mission field, I would advise that he, brother, you go and find you a wife who is willing to 
serve God anywhere in the world, and you and you find that wife before you go to the mission field. And if his church said, or his home church and his home pastor says that, brother, I believe that you do what God has for your life, and whatever you feel like God's leading you to do, brother, do it. If it's go single or don't go, or go with a wife, you know, back him 100% like my pastor does, well, then I would advise him to spend time in praying about whether or not this is him pressured to find a wife, like, like I felt that pressure that I need to find a wife or I can't serve God, or is it something that God laid on his heart to find a wife? You know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm wondering as you're talking, I know of several, I, I know of a fair amount of single female missionaries. But the more that I think about it, I don't know of very many single male missionaries. Why do you think it is that to be a single female headed to the mission field is so much more accepted than to be a single male headed to the mission field? I just think the, the, sad, the sad thing about it is just like you see our churches are filled with more women willing to serve than men. Our Bible colleges seem to be filled with more women willing to serve than men. Right now, I think it's just a, a lack of the fire on, on our parts as men. Maybe there there are for those single men who just feel like the Lord has put in their heart that they need to be married first. That they wouldn't feel like they would be able to be ministering to the full capacity if they weren't married. But for, honestly, for me, I just know what the Lord has put in my heart. Now, in your opinion, would you say that deputation has been easier than you've expected, harder than you've expected, or about what you've expected? Well, for me, deputation has been about what I've expected. I got an opportunity to travel around from church to church in a couple evangelistic programs and got a chance to be at one church one week and another church another week and another church at another week. Um, working as a, a youth evangelist, and so I got a little bit of a taste of what, it, and I assumed it would be pretty similar. When I'm traveling from um, from church to church as a single missionary, it's just me, and hey, I'm a young guy. I can just get in my car, and if I feel like driving 12, 13 hours to get to my next meeting, I can do that in one trip and call it good. And I think while I was driving, man, this ride would be extremely difficult. If if I had my wife and some kids mm -hmm. rowdy in the back, screaming, having to stop for meals. But there's also other times when I'm when I'm at churches, sometimes I feel the same double-edged sword. Sometimes I'm at church or a missions conference and you see the the kids running around and everyone flocks to how adorable the other missionaries' mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm. are. Man, I need some of those. Sure, <laughs> sure. I think their kids are getting them their support that they need. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, I need some cute kids. No one wants to go and spend time with the, the ugly guy standing alone over his table. <laughs> Nate, you know, it's really been a neat conversation with you and giving us a little bit of perspective. So thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with us. We really appreciate it. Well, I hope those interviews were able to shed some light on a very interesting topic of things that single missionaries face when going to the field and when on the field. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Go Ye There 
or to visit our website at www.goyouthere.com. In our next show, we're going to be talking about the importance for missionaries to maintain a quality presence on the internet. We hope that you'll join us.